What's up, homies? It's your girl, BG Beats, back with another episode of Foolish Ambition. So today, we have none other than Trey Solomon. No other than Trey Solomon. Wow, I'm Trey Solomon, how are you? I'm great. How are you? I'm good. I haven't seen you in a while. Yeah, it's been a minute. It's been a minute. I know. Um, I met you through our friend, our mutual is LB, right? He posted your magazine actually on Instagram. And I was like, and it was like all black people. It was super pretty and it's all an illustrator. And I was just like, oh my God, what is this? Um, And then that's when I hit you up and I was like, dude, who are you? I was like, your stuff is dope. That's literally what I did. I literally just like hit you up and said how cool your stuff was. Yeah, it was really cool with you. Um, yeah, I did the magazine. I like, I had finished the magazine like, I think like a year and a half ago. But like, I was like mad, like nervous about like putting it out and like dropping it and like showing everybody what like I did. Yeah. So I was just like, I just built this team to do it. Um, but like, it was really nice. Like when I did like show everybody that I got a lot of good feedback and everything. So you, how long did it take you to actually physically make? Um, like just a couple of months, just because just trying to schedule, like scheduling conflicts, like people just trying to get their answers to the uh, to the questions that I send out and like get all the pictures that I need for it. Yeah. Yeah. It's really just like just hard to get the material to do it, and then like printing it to like finding the money to do that. And I got most of the money from. Um, well, almost like all of it from um, Martellus Bennett. Yeah, we donated it, and uh, yeah. How'd that happen? Um, I kind of just reached out to him because I wanted him to be in the book originally. Mm-hmm. Um, but like, and who is that for people that don't know Martellus? He is. I don't know how many times Pro Bowl, um, tight end uh, for like Chicago, Dallas. The Giants and um, the Patriots. And he won a Super Bowl with the Patriots. And how'd you make that connect? Um, I kind of just slid into his DMs on, uh, on Instagram. Oh, snap. Look at that. Sliding in the DMs really be making things happen for people, yo. Yeah, it was really weird. I didn't know. I didn't expect him to answer. I was like trying to get him in the book. Mm-hmm. But then he was like, yeah, I'll just like, kind of like, I'll help you make this. And then he just gave me the money to. Um, Print it. To print it. Yeah. I really want to send him, like, all the kids' stuff that was in the book. Yeah, you should. To, like, um, I don't know, to, like, kind of boost them. Because, like, at the end of the day, that's kind of, like, what it's all about. Right. So, yeah, so go into it. What was the point of your book? Because, like, give us a name, give us all of it. Like, what was really the point of it? Um, At first, it was going to be... Like almost a, like a really ghetto bastardized like lookbook like a reversal of um of a pen's like premier fashion um magazine the walk and mm-hmm. I'm gonna call it the walk but then like as I started like doing it I thought like it was really I thought the idea was, like got cornier and cornier so I was like now like let me like make it like actually be about something and I wanted it to be about like just helping people get their name out there and like uh just get seen 
because like I know everybody has a hard time with doing that. Yeah, of course. And so you really just did this at first as like a joke. It's just like, okay, like Penn's corny ass magazine. And then it really turned into like an opportunity for you to show young black artists' work. Yeah, exactly. And um, I don't know. It just, uh, I just, it seemed even more corny for me to just make it about them. Yeah. Know? So I thought like I, I need to like, there's so many cool people on campus. Like Adam Reed, like he's like one of the cool, he's like one of the coolest people like I've met um, at Penn and uh, he makes the coolest stuff I've like seen. What know? does he do? Um, he designs clothes and he does okay. illustration. And um, his stuff is really good. Like, So what was the process of getting these people in the book? I kind of just reached out to them um, right. through, like, email. And, like, one of them I already knew. And then, like, um, two of them I just reached out to them via, um, via email and just, like, asked them to be a part of it. And they were just really willing. Dope. And so does everyone go to Penn? Yep. So while you're, during your time at Penn, you were also a football player. Yeah. What was your position? Um, I was a running back. You are a running back. Um, essentially, I get handed the ball and I run. Got it. <laughs> That's yeah. all. Okay. Exactly. And so um, how did you manage, like, this creative side of you, but also being an athlete? Um, I don't know. It was, like, really hard for the first two years. Like, I didn't know what to do with it, but, like, once I like use my elective like on a creative class, like is when I started to like use it a little bit more um, and like start to manage it more with uh, football, like just by doing like the little projects during class and then like on the way to the practice, uh, not on the way to practice, but on the way to games and on the way to like where we're staying, like in the hotels, like I'll be doing stuff on my iPad or something like that. Mm -hmm. um, just to like keep my mind active really. Like, I mean, I don't plan on doing this for, like, for like a living or anything like that. Like, mm -hmm. I don't know plan on doing something like that. But, like, at least, like, keeps me active and, like, you know, keeps my imagination, like, open. Yeah. So what advice could you give athletes that are kind of in your same position where they have, like, this creative side of them that they really want to be able to express, but then there's, like, the struggles of having games every weekend and having practice twice a day and just... And then actually having homework to do and trying to maintain a social life. Like where does being a creative kind of take place and all that? I know like all of like like all af all um, student athletes are really really busy, especially in Division One teams. Um, but I know like everyone everyone has like those moments in life where they're literally not doing anything at all. Mm -hmm. Like. Like, I don't know, like, for some athletes, it might just be, like, they're getting their ice, they're getting iced or something like that um, in the uh, training room. Like, for that was me. Like, I'm not doing anything during that time. Like, I could be, like, doing, like, my schoolwork or something like that, but I know I'm not doing anything during that time. So, like, why not spend that time doing um, something, like, artistic to keep my mind, like, going? Right. You know? Like, it's just, like, you have to, like, take those, like, little moments. Like, it's not like you have to sit down and have to do, like, full projects at a time. Right. It's just, like, you just take those little moments and you just, you know, keep etching something out and 
eventually like you'll have a, a whole picture or whatever you want or like a whole project or whatever right and so how i know you mentioned it kind of earlier but how was the reaction to people when they first saw your magazine and like how did you feel because i know pressing share as like corny as it sounds is like actually like really stressful and kind of like brings on a lot of anxiety so how did you like feel based off everyone's reaction and kind of just the fact that you posted it like how did you feel about yourself i felt like relieved um i guess from everyone's reaction because at first i thought like everyone stuff but i think it was whack and i was like i don't know but like i was like i have it like literally in my like heart right now mm -hmm. it's just sitting there um like basically finished other than like a few things i had to just finish up but like basically finished and um yeah and i was like i need to do something with it so i just like put it out there just like in my uh um in my insta story mm -hmm. and um i didn't expect as many people to see it as they did like i think like a, a thousand or something like that saw it oh really like your yeah. engagement yeah so like I thought, I mean I thought that was really high compared to like what I usually get. Mm -hmm. um, so I thought that was really cool that people wanted to see it and like people were like telling other people to see it. Um, yeah, it was really cool. It was a really cool feeling. So does that make you want to do it again? Like that little drug of just everyone kind of loving what you put out. Like does that make you want to do more? Or are you kind of done? Because I know this wasn't like your major in college and like. Um, so no, I mean, like, I definitely want to do another one. Um, I would do it, like, at the same time, though. Like, I would put it out at the same, like, like it would be, like, I guess a yearly one. Like, but I'd have to start working on it, like, around now. Mm -hmm. It has to be one that, like, it has to be a little bit longer, too, than the first one. Just because if I'm going to wait so long. Yeah. But I don't know if I'm going to do another one, though. But I'd really like to do another one. I think if I do put out another one, I'm gonna get like other people to help me. Right. Yeah. So I was gonna ask you, what is what was your music process through all this? Like were you listening to music? Were you kind of just like um, what was you? Because I know in the magazine you actually had a playlist saying like the songs you were listening to. So can you yeah. kind of like go off that? Um a lot of it was like just like what was what I was listening to at the time and like I think at the time I was listening to like a lot of like local rappers just like like all of ASAP, like um, like all of Beast Coast, like all rappers that make up Beast Coast, especially Flapper Zombies um, and Kirk Knight. Like I was listening to a lot of them and a lot of J. Cole. Um, so I guess like quote unquote um, conscious rap. Conscious rap, yeah. I guess. And then mixed in with like really punchy um, like trap, I guess, from like YG or something like that. Alright, and so, um, do you feel like music, like, where else do you feel like music influences you? Because, I mean, we've talked about music before, and I know you really love Flatbush Zombies, and you have a lot of friends that are artists too, so, like, how do you feel about their journeys, and, like, kind of, like, what they're doing? Um, for my friend, uh, for my friend Kevin, my best friend Kevin, he, uh, he has, like, his own band and everything like that now, and he's been playing a lot of shows, mm -hmm. like, I, I think it's really cool, like, I've never, like, I've never, I've only, like, seen, like, this process from afar. I mean, like, I'm not, like, up close in his business, like, with this process, but, like, I get to watch my friend go through this. Mm -hmm. 
um, it's really cool. Like, it's, I mean, it's just a really cool experience for me. And like, it's really cool to see him, you know, grow through the whole process and like, uh, just keep, uh, you know, advancing with uh, his art and everything. And didn't he just drop a project? Yeah. How is it? I haven't listened to it yet. It's really good. Yeah? Yeah. What's the vibe? Um, it's kind of like soul, R&B, funk sort of ish. Like, I guess like... I okay. You know, I can't explain it, man. It's Who's like, an yeah. artist you'd compare Kevin to? Um, I guess like... I guess sort of like Anderson Pop, And then like... Kind of like, um... Tyler the Creator ish okay like it's it's kind of weird like he uses like he uses a lot of instruments and like um and his producing is really cool it's like really funky would you ever want to get into producing i was like just talking to my friend about that and i just watched the the netflix movie beats i'm like i want to learn how to make some fucking beats like i think i just need to know yeah like i kind of just want to know because like i'm really interested in um like, I like having things that are mine. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I like being able to, Put like, your name on things. Yeah, I like being able to hang the things, like, hang some of the art that's hung up on my wall and say, like, that's mine. Mm-hmm. Or I'd like to be able to, like, say, like, the, um, I don't know, um, the beats that I'm listening to while I'm, like, doing, like, work or, like, just laying around, they're mine. Like, yeah. I'm listening to my music. Like that sounds like so now, dope, right? Right, like, <laughs> like that's like being like Kanye, like, <laughs> yeah. like he gets to like work on the clothes that are his. He gets to gets to wear to his shit. shit. He gets to wear his stuff, <laughs> and he gets to listen to his music. His like, he lives. He lives in himself. Yeah, it's that's crazy to think about, isn't it? Yeah. He lives within himself. Oh damn, we're getting philosophical. Yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> That is crazy. That's actually so true because, like, I mean, everyone is, we're kind of in the stage of everyone being like, oh, I'm a brand, I'm a brand. Like, nah, fuck you, you little t shirt company. You're not a brand. Like, Kanye is a brand. Like, Kanye is himself and he's made music for himself. He's made comfy ass clothing for himself and he can share it with the world whenever he wants. But, like, he's just himself. And he's really overdone his branding, you know? Like, I'm not shitting on anyone that has a t-shirt company. But, like, what is it beyond a cool t-shirt? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, how, is it, how can it be yourself? Like, Kanye is authentically himself. Oh, no, yeah, 100%. He's, like, Kanye 100% of the time. But, yeah, like, totally, like, he lives within himself and, like, and like people don't understand like that's what like a brand is like it's so big that like it almost believes its own hype really yeah yeah like i guess that like kind of keeps his ego like growing and like his music keep going i guess like yeah i guess that's like the type of person that he is because he's doing it for himself yeah which is a crazy thing to think about like you almost might want to say oh that's a negative thing that he thinks about himself and what he wants but like at the end of the day, he's him creating something for himself has created things for other people, but overall, it's all about him. And I feel like you could do that, I could do that, where like 
I think it's a, there's an importance of taking your name, like really owning your name. Like everyone loves to change themselves and like just not be their name. But I think really taking ownership in who you are and being like, yep, this is me. I'm BG or I'm like, I'm Trey Solomon or I'm built like milk, whatever. And yeah. you just take that and you're just like, I'm going to run with this because this is who I am. And I'm going to put my freaking name on a cup. I'm going to put my name on a hat. And I'm going to make some beats. I'm just going to create things by me. Yeah, but then, yeah, the brand is connected to, like, a symbol. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So, like, it's, like, almost a status symbol. A brand would be connected to, right? Like, like the Superman sign. Yeah. Like, or Nike. Like, yeah. And it's, like, Nike's connected to a certain, like, status symbol, like, in America because of the brand and, like, the persona that it creates. Marketing is so, so weird. Did you study marketing? Yeah. I wasn't like, I wasn't like a good like student at all. <laughs> Why not? I don't know. I just really didn't like school. Like, I was really just not, I like, I really loved playing football. And I really actually, I loved like my creative classes, like, like any English class that I took, um, you know, really any English class that I took or any other classes that I took, um, like any of the art classes that I took, like the digital art class that I took. Right. Like any of those, like, I thought those were dope. And like, like I'd get A's in those and like I'd work really hard, but like everything else would just be like so bad. Yeah, I mean, I feel the same way and I'm still in school. And so it's like, I love my cool, creative entrepreneurship type classes, but then like taking things I don't feel like I'll ever need. Mm-hmm. It's a drag. Like, you know, I almost feel like I waste my time. Like, especially as a creative person, I'm just like, is this school shit a waste of time? Like, I know a degree is important. And I don't care who you are. I feel like just having a degree creates longevity. You know what I'm saying? Like, you can be a creative person and not want to be in school. And if that's your path, that's your path. But there's something about a degree that will create longevity regardless. Like, that will create a security but then even being in, being secure in like a music field like like um music management and like um like I think a lot of schools have like a production track you can go on to yeah. and just if you're gonna be in your craft like take it to the next level like I heard Common say once he's like how am I gonna be a rapper and I never took music theory and so he went back to school and took music theory Cause honestly, that makes a lot of sense. Like, yeah. Cause how can you respect it if you don't study it? You know. Yeah. And everyone studies in their own way, and I'm sure musicians that really take their craft seriously have studied it independently. Yeah. yeah. Which I think is equally the same amount of being in school in that sense. But yeah. like, I don't know. I feel like that makes like when he said that, like, how can I be a rapper and not have taken music theory? It made me think, like, how can I be? A creator, an entrepreneur, and I not take any sort of entrepreneurship class or any yeah. or anything. You gotta put some respect on it. Yeah, that's true. Like study the art of it. You can't act like you're the one who created it. Yeah, I mean that's an interesting point. Like being the creator, or something because you know how you've heard people say, "Oh, there are only like 50 things in the world," and everyone just like makes it new or capitalizes on it differently. Like, ideas. Like, there's not a lot of ideas in the world that there's just, like, oh. what people... I mean, think about it. Okay, there's the first T-shirt. 
and then 10 million t-shirt brands. Yeah. Like, what makes them original? You know? Yeah. I, mean, I guess they're different. Personas that, like, they add on to them. To be honest, the vibe. I feel like a yeah. vibe. Yeah, there's a vibe that they add. Like, just in terms of branding, I guess that's just what makes a difference. It's just their branding. Yeah. It sounds corny, but you really gotta trust the vibe. Yeah. You really gotta trust the vibe. I'm trying to think. I had other stuff to ask you that was more related to... Um... I know, we really got off track. I know, we did. Yeah. We I'm into it. Um... For a second, I thought we were going to get to aliens. I was like, oh, shit. We can get into aliens. Do you believe in aliens? Of course I do. What? <laughs> of course, there are other life forms on other planets. There's no way that we are the anomaly. Like, why Like why would we be the anomaly? Yeah, but what why do they look like? The only ones? What do they look like? They probably look like us. Like, probably, like, grew up on, like, a similar, like, um... Like, situation. Like, yeah, situation. They have like similar evolution as us. Like I have to imagine, like there's, we can't be the only planet through the same, um, what's it called, like carbon-based life form evolution or whatever. Right. Like there had to be a process for everyone. Yeah, there had to be like a process for everyone. So I had to some like sort of look like us with like some deviation or something like. That. Ooh, like some like four eyes instead of two. Maybe just one eye, and they think we're weird because we have two eyes. Like, <laughs> who like? <laughs> Why you need two eyes? Yeah. I feel like if anything, it'd be. I feel like humans are very symmetrical, like in that sense. We got two eyes, we got two nostrils, we got like two yeah, sets true. of teeth, and we got two ears. So maybe another planet, they only have one of those. They got three of those. Okay, that's like the strong because it's the strongest. I feel like triangle. I feel like three makes a lot of sense. Like that's that's definitely symmetrical because you got two, 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 you know. Yeah, maybe. But who knows? Who knows? Like, what, what, like what they really look like? But like, I have to assume they're like they're kind of like us. I don't know how far along they are in like their evolution, as in like you know mentally and everything like that. I don't know if they caught up to like this sort of civilization. Yeah. But like, I believe that they're out there. I, I bet they got more trees than us. I bet weed's l been legal over there. That'd be. Cool. I don't know. Where are you trying to go, Saturn or Mars? Can you even go to Saturn? I think Saturn's up next. Really? I think Saturn's up next. Uh, I thought. Oh, it's Jupiter. Jupiter's the one that's like basically all gas. Isn't it? Yeah. I don't know. I don't really know a lot about my planets. I don't. I feel like I remember that from some school, but like now it sounds silly. Like, it does sound know. silly. All of it sounds really silly, yeah. but it's it's necessary. I I'll say know. Mars. I don't know why Mars, but like I always see it in cartoons. So I would say Mars. Mars feels almost like a reality. Yeah. You know. Um. Wow. We just really love to get off topic. Yeah, we really do. This is crazy. I mean, in all fairness, we did smoke and go to Dwayne Reed. I yeah, I did base. I have like basically done like the equivalent of smoking like three joints. Like we basically did. Yeah. And now we're relaxing with some CBD. For those who don't CBD, you need to hop on the wave of CBD. It's nice. It's just body relaxer. Yeah. 
You know, there's nothing really to it. Like, yeah, exactly. You don't think too much about it, you know? Yeah. Yeah, you, your eyes don't get red. Like, my, I know my eyes right now are blood shot. Yeah, your eyes are really hit right now. Yeah, so I have to kind of wait until my mother goes to bed. <laughs> uh, How do your parents feel about you smoking weed? Oh, uh, my dad. Oh, uh, my dad doesn't really, I don't think he really cares that much. Right. Yeah, unless, like, Unless he sees me doing it to excess, what I really don't do. Um, other than today, because this is my first day back in like a week. Right. So, I thought, you know, why not? Um, unless I'm like doing like you know, a lot, like I don't think he has a problem, he has a problem with it because I know he knows. Right. And my mom knows too. And she Ooh. just is like, she's not okay with it, but she's like, she can't stop me. Right, you're pretty grown. Yeah. So she just like um gave up on it. As like a creative, do you feel like weed impacts that at all? Like where does weed kind of fall into place of your like creative process? Like if it does For me, it helps me fi- it helps me like finish things. Because when I'm all, when I'm like when I'm smoking, I feel like my patience is so much higher. Mm-hmm. Like, Definitely. Usually like when you're like I'm like doing something with like procreate um like, like I keep thinking like oh god I want to get through this one I know what I want it to look like I know what it's gonna look like let me just get through this already <laughs> and you can't be like thinking like that you have to be like really diligent and like make sure you're doing each part right um and yeah so it like helps me just do that stuff like it doesn't help me like think of anything it just helps me stay stay on track yeah interesting like today when we were walking i felt like it was the longest walk (laughs) of my life and it was one block yeah everything slows down everything slows down and i feel like that's really good because i think creative people can go either two ways their brain just never stop like they're just constantly moving and thinking and thinking and thinking and i think as great as that is we need to slow down like, we need to be able to take one task at a time. Like, I know, I think I have, like, eight arms where I can do literally everything and pick it up and pick it all up at one time and just, and, oh, this avenue of creativity and this and this and this. And I truly can't. And weed has been one of those things where I'll be like, okay, one thing at a time. Mm. Like, go into this, conquer it, boom. And it's not like that means I need to smoke every day. It's just, like, when I'm working on a project specifically, I just need to be able to like, like kind of what you're saying, I just hone in on it and really yeah. be able to give it my time. Yeah, I feel you on that. Yeah, because that's, that's kind of the way I use it too. Like, it just helps me hone in on what I'm doing. Yeah. Do you feel like there's abuse that can be involved in it? Oh, there's abuse that, like involved in anything, really. True. Like, nothing goes without like having some sort of like, Hold over, hold over you at some point if you do it too much. Right. If you do it to excess. Um, yeah, but I think it's like it's hard to get to that point with me. But you can't get. I feel like you can't get to that point. Like, I'm not sure, but like I feel like you can. Probably. Yeah. So we kind of got into this, I guess. So like, what are some remedies that kind of help you focus and like really get into the groove of what you're trying to create besides um, weed i guess um 
Maybe uh, I watch a lot of Hey Arnold's. Um, hey Arnold be helping the process. It does, it does, and so does American Dad. And um, I watch a lot of Family Guy too. So like, and watch a little bit of Rugrats and um, and Doug. So I watch like old like nineties um, Nickelodeon cartoons. How do you watch that? Um, they have them on uh, on Hulu. On Hulu? Yeah. Oh shit. Okay. Thank you, Hulu. Yeah, they're dope. It's dope. Um, or I just go on Kiss Cartoon. Yeah, Kiss Cartoon is where I watch After Last Airbender. Yeah. So, like, I watch those shows and, like, I don't know. They just, like, uh, they just take you back to a simpler time. <laughs> Doesn't everything it like does. that, yeah. Oh, uh, I remember waking up and watching those on, like, Saturday mornings. Or just coming home from school and watching them. Yeah. Oh my god, coming home from school watching Tsunami was crazy. <laughs> just simpler times, you know, like you just weren't thinking about anything. Like to be oh. seven and your biggest concern is if you'll finish your homework before the new Ben 10 episode comes on. Exactly, yeah. Oh wow, wait, seven? It's seven, what was I watching at seven? I think I was watching, Tsunami was still on when I was seven because I was like in the first grade. And we were living on Union Street in Park Slope. So, yeah, and I was watching a lot of Dragon Ball Z and Yu Yu Hakusho and um, Inuyasha. Yeah, like those those were like the shows. You're in my head for sure. Oh, and then Code Yoko. Did you take these? I did watch Code Yoko a little Kodi bit. Yoko. That was also That was also the shit like back in the day. Dang, that is crazy. Yeah. I love cartoons. Okay, so cartoons are part of that process for you. What else? Yeah, um, and I think music. Yeah, um, do you have like a playlist for when you're creating? No, I kind of, um, I get attached to things really quickly. Uh-huh. Like, I, th- I get attached to things that I like really, really quickly. So, like, um, I'll get attached to, um, to like music really quickly. So I got attached to, uh, so like recently I've gotten attached to, um, Beast Coast mm-hmm. uh, and their Escape from New York uh, album. And like I listen to that like over and over and over and over and over again. And um, I kind of just like, I don't know, picture things because like I really enjoy like having visuals with music. Right. You know, like even like in just television with like orchestras and like what's going on in the show, like, especially with, like, Family Guy. Like, Seth MacFarlane is, like, crazy with that. Mm-hmm. Like, he has, like, I think he has, like, a live orchestra, like, play for every episode. Mm-hmm. Which is, like, really cool. And, like, it sets the, it's, like, sets the mood. Like, it's a very, it's, like, kind of, like, serious. At, like, these notes of, like, being serious. Yeah. But, like, at the same time, the show is just, like, ass comedy. backwards. Yeah. Just, like, Do you ever watch those, like, trippy videos on YouTube? Like, where it'll be, like, the Simpsons, and it will be like just. I'll show it to you. There'll be episode. There'll be like clips from scenes of like The Simpsons or like SpongeBob, and then they'll be, uh, people put like their beats to it and like a purple TV overlay. Yeah. And then so it's just like real vibey. You're supposed to turn off all your lights and have that on your monitor while you're like creating. Really. Yeah. It's really cool, and so I do it all the time. Like I've even made a couple myself. And just put them on while yeah. I do work, 
and it's just so weird. It's just like <sighs> you're just vibing out to your music, and then you just got like this Simpsons and images like passing by your eyes. That's awesome. I love the Simpsons. Yeah, it's a vibe. I'll definitely show it to you. Um, what else? What else is I gonna tell you? Uh, okay, so while you're here, I have a fun little thing for us to do. You mentioned how you don't really have a like creative go-to playlist, just kind of like because you put a lot of shit on repeat or whatever. Yeah. But today, you are gonna help me make my Spotify episode five playlist because you are episode five. Oh wow. So this is your playlist. So there's pressure. Episode five of Trey Solomon. So who am I adding in this playlist, Trey? Let me know. Um, uh, let me think. Uh, definitely in honor of you know 444, um, the oh, two year yes. anniversary of 444 being today. Um, I think. Um, I should put down um, story of OJ and um, Adnus. Okay, who else? Um, definitely Beast Coast with um, with Bones. Beast Coast. Okay. So, what song are we adding from Beast Coast? Uh, Bones. Bones. Yeah. And their other song, we think. Uh, Oh, wait, no, um, Coast Clear. That's wait, Bones has Flatbush Zombies on it. Oh, no, it's, the song's called Bones. Yeah, but it has flat, Flatbush Zombies on it. Yeah, it's that, Beast, Beast Coast is Flatbush Zombies, Kirk Knight, um, like, who else is on it? Joy Badass. Yeah, Joy Badass is on here, too. Yeah. So, okay, so I have, what about Left Hand? Do you like that song, Left Hand? Left Hand is good, yeah. Alright, so who else is in this playlist? Oh, especially now since they have Chance's Acid Rap back out. Now. I know. That's How'd you feel about that? That's so awesome. I can't believe it. Um, I think I'll put uh, Nene. Nene? Yeah. Cocoa Butter Kisses is my favorite from that album. I know. Cocoa Butter Kisses is nice. I feel like I listen to that so, so much. I don't want to listen to it anymore. Right. Um, I think everybody's something. Yeah. Yeah, I like the song a lot. I like Saba on this song. Yeah. And Who then um, Ari Lennox, I think. Uh, New Apartment, of course. Um, Shea Butter Baby. And, of course. Um, BMO. Do you like her new project? Yeah, I, I like it a lot. It's really, really it good. It is really good. Yeah. I actually met her. Um, I photo assisted for... This photographer from Office Magazine named Raya Winter. She's really dope. I hope to like interview her too soon. Um, and it was for her pre-magazine cover. Um, the magazine by Anthony Supreme. And I got to do the behind-the-scenes photos for that. And it was fun. It was a good shoot. She's really cool. It was right before she went on tour. Awesome. All right, so who else? So we have Ari Lennox. We got some acid rap. We got some Beast Coast. Um, um, YG, um, YG, I like his hard bombs, hard bombs with the white socks, hard bombs with the white socks, 
I like this project a lot. Yeah. For uh, Go Loco was good. I remember when Stop Snitching came out. That was Stop a bop. Stop was good, yeah. Um, I think I really like Keisha. Yeah. I think, I don't know, it just reminded me so much of LA. Like, I just felt at home with that song. I'm not really sure why. It's dope. It is. And then In the Dark. Oh, it's a bop. Oh, Ooh, it's a bop. It's a bop. <laughs> oh, um, and then Young Gravy. Uh, What's your name? Young Bravey? Young Gravy. Young Gravy. So this is white. This is white dude. We love white boys. He's white. Yeah, his his music is so like it's so funny. It's right. So funny. It's funny to me. I don't know if he's like doing it as a joke, but like it's really funny to me, and I love it. So what song are we adding by um, Young Gravy? Um, definitely, 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 definitely doing um, Magic. Magic. Okay. I don't see it. All right, so we got some Young Gravy. Who else? Um, I really, I know, like, this is problematic, but, like, I would put, <laughs> I would put YNW Melody up there. Put him in there. I don't know. I think I would. I think I would put Butter Pecan. Um, oh, Butter Pecan's my shit. Yeah, I think I'd put Butter Pecan in there. I think it's a good song. Yeah. I enjoy it. I don't really but care. It's kind of fucked up what he did. Yeah, it was. It was. He wrote. He he did a song about Murder on killing. My yeah, about killing the dude, and then he did another song from that guy's perspective <laughs> about him killing him. Like what? He's like, definitely twisted as fuck. It's, it's and then it's just like and then he's like, I'm not guilty. Like what? Like. <laughs> Like, does he expect to get out of, like, jail, like, or prison, like, after this? Because, like, he basically snitched on himself. I know. It's pretty compromising. That's insane. Like, he must have, he must have some sort of, not disability, but disorder <laughs> that makes him, like, think that he's, like, these three different people. Oh, you think he has multiple personality disorder? Well, that's what he said he has. And, like, now that I think about, like, how silly, like, what he did is... <laughs> He just might. He just, yeah, he just might. Like, he might, like, these, someone might take over and just do something he may not even remember if he even did it. Well, damn. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. Then that's real compromise, like, going to jail and stuff. Like, okay, maybe you should go in a mental facility or something. Yeah. But Butter Pecan, at the end of the day, Butter Pecan is definitely a bop. Yeah. And the whole, he, 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 he. I don't know. It's like, I like all of it. Yeah. I like it. All right. So maybe, like, maybe, Two or three more artists that you're really bopping uh, with right now. Um, Slime Belief by uh, by Young Boy uh, NBA. Yeah. NBA Young Boy. On his Never Broke Again album. Yeah. All right, who else? Um, and then you know what? Um, I guess um, uh, you know what? Big old freak. By Megan Thee Stallion. Oh, shit, okay. Yeah. He's having a hot boy summer. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. She just, it just, this is a really good song. All right. So as a guy, what do you think of Megan Thee Stallion? I think, I think, like, she's fine. Like, she's good at what she does, you know, and then, like, and people like her, so she must be pretty good. Like, I don't have, like, any, like, bad or good thoughts about her. Like, I like that one song, Big Old Freak, because like, it's really funny to me. <laughs> but, um... Like, and it's, it's a good song. Like, yeah. It's generally a good song. And, um, you know, I just think, you know, she's doing her thing. And that's it. She is. She truly is. And I think 
it's so funny how everyone's really taking the whole like hot girl hot boy summer i just think that's so funny like she's really just created this movement and so well i'll be older like yo remember when it was supposed to be like hot girl summer hot boy summer and you weren't doing shit or like you know you were just or you were really living your full hot girl summer or hot boy summer moment yeah i don't know i just i think little things like that are dope and then she's super into the earth do you, what know, do you she, mean? like she's super into recycling and everything like she's oh, really? she's very sustainable yeah where's she didn't she graduate from somewhere Probably, I hope so. I feel like she did. Yeah, I feel like I saw I think she has her something and something. I feel like I saw the picture. Um, she probably did, honestly. She's she's very smart, and I love that. Yeah, she's about to start business classes online. How tall is she? She's like 5'7", five, 5'11". Five, she 5'11"? Well, 5'7", five, and 5'11". Like, that's a really... That's, you know, that's I think huge, she's that's tall. I think she's tall. That's why everyone calls her the stallion. She must be tall. Yeah, she has to be tall. I think. I think no, she's definitely tall. I think that's why guys also like her so much because she's tall, but she's thick, but she's like, and she's smart. Like everything about her is kind of just so elite. Like she's just, she's just doing everything correctly. Like she's just doing it all. Like you can't tell her she's not smart. You know, like, you can look at her and assume all you want, but, like, she's doing cool shit, so you just gotta, like, rep it. You're like, yeah, good for you. She's going crazy. She's been having a hot girl summer her whole life. Yeah. How your eyes feel? I'm just trying to keep them open, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> this is tough. It is tough. a lot of drugs today <laughs> and, uh, I'm really holding on I'm really holding on okay wow 50 fucking minutes holy shit okay I'm sure that's like at least five minutes I could crop out um I'm trying to think I should end this oh it's the show so what's up next for you we went through it all Talks about you being an athlete, being a creative. Um, I'm not sure yet, honestly. I'm just trying to like, I want to like just explore as many like different avenues as I can. So like I'm in like, so I have like this one production assistant um, internship that I'm doing right now during the summer, and then I'm like applying to a whole bunch of other internships like um, that are in just like different areas of like entertainment. Right. Um, just to like kind of see what I want to do like in the future like what I want to pursue yeah um, see what you're good at yeah and just like kind of just get my foot in the door and just you know make my way into make my way into those rooms where they get to decide what goes on the TV and everything um yeah I think yeah that's kind of what's next for me right now but like literally at the moment like it's just find a job so I can like make some money <laughs> That's the push and pull of everything. Yeah. Money. But I mean, I'm really glad I got to interview fi- interview you finally. Because we tried this once. And we tried to be cool and have an interview outside. And then the wind said that wasn't a cute idea. <laughs> and so it chalked that real fast for us. But um, I'm really glad I got to interview you. Because I think 
your perspective on just like what it means to be an athlete and what it means to be like a creative and a student all at the same time is something a lot of a lot of people can relate to because it's something that I think a lot of us are going through whether we're just students and creatives or we're student athletes and creatives or we're just creatives like we all have a lot more to balance than just what we're passionate about yeah and so I think you were like a really good person to kind of like be able to tell their perspective too and have just people like understand that journey and kind of just take it for what it is a journey you know yeah I just thought just saying that and, um, and yeah like everyone is like gonna be busy doing something like other than what they're passionate about like because we all have to because we all have like responsibilities that we have to take care of especially and, until we get to that point yeah but like it's all just about finding those like little pockets of time just to like do something like and it doesn't have to be a full anything it just has to be a little bit of something right and then you just keep doing that day after day and just work that into your schedule and just like just keep at it like eventually you'll have a product you'll have like a finished product or it'll just like just keep your mind fresh the whole time and just like being able to express yourself visually I feel like it's such, such an important skill and like like really like any sort of profession or like any sort of job. Um, it definitely will help you like become like a better verbal communicator as well, a better problem solver. But like, you know, like it's just like one of those things that you just have to do. Like, I know like old people, like my grandparents, like they sit down and like on their iPads and they, uh, and they do like little neuroscience games all the time. It's kind of like that, but like for your like artistic side. Damn, I didn't even know those little neuro games existed, but I think I know the ones you're talking about. Yeah. Like on your phone, you can just like play around with them. Yeah. Well, I'm really glad I got to interview you then. What What's the last thing you want to say? Um. To all the people um, listening to Trey Solomon. Um. Bye. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I'm really bad. <laughs> Bye. bye. Okay, bye. You can check out uh, Trey's playlist on Spotify and Apple later this week. Episode 5 by Trey Solomon. Peace out. <laughs>